we welcome into the program Coach Moorfield from UMHB. First of all, Coach, congratulations on the uh, on the NCAA bid. Uh, a great accomplishment for for the program. Well, thank you very much, and thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, we're we're excited. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing is is you, you look at um, if we had an NCAA tournament last year, that would have been four straight bids um, since we won the automatic last year. But to have, of those four, to have two to be at large, we all know how hard an at large bid is when you leave it up to a committee to make decisions and stuff like that. And so, um, you know, I think that's a great accomplishment for the program, especially. You know, uh, a program that uh, had never previously been to the NCAA tournament, um, but to be going to our third one in uh, seven years um, since we took over the program, um, I, I think is a real accomplishment and a, and a real sense to the, to the players of the past um, and, and the players that are here currently and, and the work that they put in. Coach, I, I know you'd like to win the conference championship at your tournament, but also – does it kind of help you refocus going into the tournament and, and kind of hit that reset button and, and get things back on track after you have that disappointing loss but get the at-large bid and now head into the NCAA tournament? Yeah, I think you're right, Ward. I think, you know, the biggest thing is I kind of use, use my time. At Baylor has, has kind of like a little bit of an indicator. You know, you look at – you use Kansas for an example. You know, how many times have they won the Big 12 tournament? You know, but I know their mindset is – we want to win. The, we want to win in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, the tournament, conference tournament championships, nice. But you know, we got we got bigger. We got we got a bigger picture here, and I think that's the thing is is you know we've been fortunate to win two, and obviously we want to win them. But you know where our program's at now, we want to we want to win games in the NCAA tournament. We want to get a Final Four. We want to compete for a national championship, and um, you know I think that's the biggest thing is is if, if we had to, I, I'd rather sacrifice a conference tournament championship to rest and refocus and make a, make a run in the NCAA tournament. Coach, are y'all going to approach this, this now as like a new season or like a new chapter? How, do, how does the mindset go uh, heading into March? That's a great question, and we actually talked about it before practice yesterday, and, and, and you're exactly right. We kind of went with that type of approach. We're like, this is, you know, we're going to be playing some different teams. Now, obviously, in this pod that we're in, we have never played Webster out of St. Louis, but we have played Rhodes in East Texas, but you know, you, we played Rhodes so early on in the year, in the beginning of November, it, there's just so much time that, you know, it's almost like playing a new team. And, you know, and, and I think that's the exciting thing about the tournament is that you're going to be seeing teams that you have never played before, um, that you haven't really watched because not many of them have the common opponent um, and things like that. And that's exactly what we went with is this is a new season. It, this is new opponents, new faces, um, you know. And uh, I, I think sometimes, too, when, when you play in conference, as you guys know, it's hard to beat a team three times, um, let alone twice. And now that we're, you know, seeing new opponents, it's kind of like just a refresher for our girls and their their mental mindset and everything like that. That you know, it's exciting because these these are going to be teams that we haven't seen or we haven't seen in such a long time. Um, and, and so I think that adds to the excitement of the preparation and um, you know, not uh, not maybe being so familiar with the team, but. Um, you know, I, I think that helps them just in their mental makeup of, you know, there's a little bit of unexpectation and what to expect from that opponent. And um, I think it raises their level of play as well. Mark, every team's a little bit different. What would you say is the identity of this, this club? I, I think depth and just a grinders mentality. Um, we got a lot of talented girls, probably more than we've ever had. Um, we can go deep into our bench, but our depth and, and just a grinders mentality of they're not going to give up. 
I mean, there, there's so many games this year where we had fourth quarter comebacks and just accelerated in the fourth quarter and just took the game over. And, um, you know, they're, they're not going to give up. They're not going to fold. Um, they're not going to let adversity hit them. And they're not going to, you know, they're, they're not going to back down. Um, they, they can be down 12 going into the fourth quarter. And that, that's not going to bother them. Um, they, they still see it as this is a game that's winnable. Um, and they're going to give their all. And so I think that's the identity is just extreme depth and just, just a grinder, relentless effort type attitude that these girls come with every day, um, whether it's in practice or in games. How much does that depth help you run the floor like you like to? I think it's tremendous. I, I think it really helps. I think this team is built for two games in two days. Um, I thought the team was built for three games in three days. Um, and obviously, you know, we've been in a lot of two-game situations, uh, whether in conference with, you know, we had to adjust with the ice that came through a couple of weeks ago and playing in a home opening classic and then playing out in Colorado. So our depth is tremendous in the fact that we can continue to be at our pace and our level for 40 minutes where a lot of teams can't. And you kind of see that taper off, you know, probably the end of the third, beginning of the fourth uh, quarter. And I think that's where that separator becomes for us. And so we don't have to change, but we also don't have a lot of players um, that, you know, are going to, that are, are going to be extremely tired. I mean, if you look at our minutes per game, most of our girls, I mean, we high minutes are usually like around 25, 26, and, and that's on the high side. Um, and so, you know, we, we have 11, 12 girls that play, play minutes. And um, I, I think just wearing out an opponent is, is a huge deal in the fourth quarter. And um, that's where that depth comes in. What are y'all expecting to see from Webster? And how do they resemble any opponent that y'all faced already? Well, that's a great question. I would say they're very similar to like a Harden Simmons a little bit. They want to get a, do a lot of drive and kick, um, really getting to, deep into the paint, um, get into the heart of the defense and, and look for a lot of kickouts. Um, they're also a little bit like some of the teams that runs a lot of high-low actions in our conference, um, like East Texas Baptist will run a, high, a lot of high-low action. Um, and, and so what we've seen early on is, you know, Webster's very similar to Harden-Simmons in the fact that, it, you know, a lot of drive and kick, want to get in the paint, um, but then also similar to East Texas Baptist where they have two post, they play with two post players and want to go with some high-low action and stuff like that. Um, they average, you know, I think around 80 points per game. I don't know much about their conference, and so you, you, you always wonder, you know, what that conference is like and things like that. But um, I know that from their standpoint, you know, they want to they wanna really, you know, have that balance offensively where they want to get threes and they want to get, um, you know, punch it inside as well too and so forth. And then, you know, obviously the average around 80 points per game. Um, they, they, they like to press, uh, they go a little one 2 three press, one stop the first pass. I think a lot of their points kind of generate off of that press as well, too, and that trap and getting easy points off of uh, pressing, um, you know. And, and it'll be interesting to see because, you know, a lot of teams in our conference started to zone press us just to slow us down, so to speak, not, not to try to speed us up. And, um, you know, with our guard play and what we have, it'll be interesting to see um, how, how our guard play responds to their, their press, which is a little bit more aggressive and trying to speed you up. Um, which I think obviously plays in our favor. If you want to play fast, you're, you're playing our type of game. Coach, what's the uh, what's the travel schedule look like? Are you going to be able to get a practice in, or is it just going to be a shoot around? What what's what's the rest of the week look like for you? 
Yeah, so what we're planning on right now is we'll leave tomorrow to head to Memphis. Um, we'll probably leave about mid-afternoon. We're working out something with Texas A&M, Texarkana right now. It's about it's around about the halfway point um, to Memphis. And so we'll stop there, get a practice, stay the night, and then get up the next morning on Thursday and continue on. So we'll, we'll still have a practice today at home and then have a good one tomorrow, um, really get up and down, um, you know, and, and practice at uh, Texas A&M, Texarkana. And then, um, you know, we'll continue on up um, Thursday morning. And then we'll, we'll have an hour, I think it's about an hour, hour and a half. I can't remember what the time restrictions are once it starts. We'll about, an, uh, about that time up there, and we'll get a feel for the floor and things like that. And then have another, you know, maybe not as intense practice on Thursday, more shooting, um, a lot of full court shooting drills, things like that. Kind of review the game plan and do that. So we'll kind of break the trip up a little bit just because we want to get a practice in and we don't want to spend all day traveling and then, um, obviously, you know, forfeiting a practice on Wednesdays um, and using it just because it's a travel day. Coach, I know defense travels. How important is it for your defense to kind of set the tone and set the tempo, especially early in the tournament? Oh, I think it's tremendous. I, I think it's, a, it's I think it's a big deal, and it's something we've been really pounding home for the better half of the last half of the season is let our defense trans, you know, translate our offense and let our defense and our deflections and steals and using our length and athleticism to get out there and let's generate transition. Let's generate, you know, easy buckets. And so it goes hand in hand. And so we want to really continue to do that. I mean, if you look at the tournament, um, the two games that we played, you know, we, we held UTD um, to 33%, I think 34% for Bellhaven, um, forced them into a lot of turnovers both games. And so that's something that we want to continue to do. We want to force teams into turnovers. We want to we want to be physical but yet athletic enough and um, really get that, get that defense established because really what that's going to do is that's going to establish and open up our, our transition game and getting out and running and, and getting easy points and, and now become – you know, starting to wear that wear that opponent down by getting them and, and making happen to get back, play transition defense, and try to you know play with uh, play with our pace and tempo. Coach, uh, for me, I'm a nerd when it comes to mascots. I just have to know: Have you ever heard of a Gorlock? Like I, you're going to play the Gorlocks? I have no idea what a Gorlock is. If I, if I had, if someone had to say, "Hey, you got to make a bet on it," I'm going to have to say it's probably something with like Greek mythology or something. But I mean, I have no idea what a Gorlock is. I, I have no clue what a Gorlock is. And then when I was trying to research it on the analytical stuff that we use, it came up Gorlock, and I'm like, "What is Gorlock? Is that a school?" I mean, I'm not sure what. And they and they didn't put up Webster, so I was like, "I, don't, I have never even heard of a Gorlock." So. My kids probably, my two boys probably know what a Gorlock is before I know what a Gorlock is. <laughs> hey, you, you just need to go one and zero against the Gorlocks. That's at the end of the day. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. So we just need one and zero, and you know we'll, we'll figure out what type of mascot they are and uh, exactly where they came up with that uh, with that mascot's name. Hey, coach, thanks, thanks so much. Uh, best of luck, safe travels, and and go get it done. Well, I appreciate it, guys, and thanks for having me on this morning. Talk to you soon. That's uh, Mike uh, Morfield, the uh, head coach of UMHB.